Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Halfway through the week, let's go. Come day. Halfway. Yeah. Uh, it's Wednesday. And uh, good morning. That was big and rich, by the way. Yep. Whenever, whenever the big part of that big. sings, whenever he actually like sings and doesn't talk through the song like he Throws, normally does, yeah, yeah. does throw me. Throws, yeah. <laughs> throw I me know. a little bit. Uh, how was your day yesterday, Casey? My day yesterday was actually it was like a, a really nice day outside, but I wasn't very productive. Like I took the dog to the park, yeah. And then I just kind of hung out. You sent me a picture yesterday, uh, a little part of the Halloween costume that we're planning together for. Yes, I did. It came in the mail and I got really excited. So I had to text you a photo. It looks really good. It looks great. I can't wait for Halloween. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yesterday, the puppies got spayed. We're going to talk about that in a little bit because they are miserable. And part of me is like happy about the low energy. Oh, of course you are. It's super, it's it's bad, but like they have no energy, whatever, because you can't eat. Right. Like you can't feed them during this whole time. We'll, we'll get to that at like 620 this morning. We got to get on with the show. Jingle Fest tickets up for grabs today, as well as Magic House tickets in Remy versus Casey. That coming up at eight. Let's get the show started. Remy and Casey. Oh, my poor pooches. Aww. Little puny little pooches. I don't know how many months ago was it now that we picked up Maggie and Luna. It was in June, wasn't it? I think you're right. I think you're right. So we got uh, Black Lab German Short Hair Pointer Mix puppies from a friend of a friend. And They're so cute. they are very cute. They're very chaotic all the time. Sisters. All the time. Yeah, they're sisters. And so yesterday they got fixed. They got spayed yesterday. And so this is their first time kind of like hanging out at the vet all day long. And uh, they're pretty puny <laughs> last night when we picked them up. Aww. They can't eat, you know what I mean? So you can't, they haven't eaten since 10 p.m. or since, well, I guess it would have been like 6 p.m. on Monday night. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. So their first meal will be this morning. But uh, watching them and hanging out with them yesterday was pretty funny. I actually took some video of this and you got to check it out. I just posted it up on the Facebook page. With Johnny Cash hurt in the background. Oh, yeah. How sad. But the funniest part is that they're both wearing the cone of shame. Right. And I think normally we would probably just monitor it, not wear the cone, and just kind of make sure that they weren't licking or anything like that. But since there's two of them and those dogs know how to play fight, it's a little harder. Want to make sure that they're not like ripping stitches out or anything like that. So, oh, yeah, because that would be a way worse issue. Do you remember how many it was when she got spayed? Oh, yeah. She came home, well, the first day, like, she came home and was just out for the count, exhausted and, you know, couldn't eat. Yeah. The next day, and we never had a cone on her, the next day she was hopping around like it was nothing. Yeah. And I remember saying, you got to stop because you're going to, like, jump on me and stretch out your stomach and something's going to tear back open. Yeah. And I was like, I am not handling that. I'm... Not a first responder. <laughs> our vet was like, he's. Our vet said he's never had any issues with stitches or staples or anything coming out. 
but I was like, if there are two dogs that oh. would that would would test those limits, it would it's be these, these two. two. <laughs> yeah. Have you thought about like separating them, like keeping one upstairs, one downstairs, just for the time being? Yeah, we're actually gonna do that today. My wife has has she's leaving the house today, and my my uh, in laws are at the house, and they've been such a great help in this. So thank you for that. But. They're gonna. We're gonna separate them for the day. Yeah. At least for several hours. You know, today. Yeah. Give them some rest and some time apart from each other. We we crated them in separate crates last night, so they weren't like, I don't know. It's just it's, it's a lot, and it's so funny because they they're so energetic all the time, and to see them just like hanging out, laying on the couch. We were eating dinner in the dining room last night, and they were bad. like normally they'd be right there. Mm-hmm. begging for food or, you know, monitoring the floor to make make sure it's totally clean to make sure nothing's on it. Yeah. And all I heard was Luna from the other room on the couch, just like with every breath. Oh, <sighs> she was crying. <sighs> just like the faintest little like whimper. Yeah. She's like, my stomach hurts. They're yeah. not letting me eat anything. Yeah. This sucks. I got a cone on my head. <laughs> Oh, I know for the last few months or ever since you got them, it's been a constant like, uh, now we're potty training. Uh, they have so much energy. They never like they're never quiet. They're never calm. Now you got to spend all this money to get them spayed, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I I it takes me back to when I first got many and how hard it is to get a puppy in that first six months to a year. Now she's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. So I'm excited for a year from now, maybe even a year and a half from now when they actually start to calm down and like are gentle with the kids. Yeah. And it's just fun to have them. Our 10-year-old golden retriever, Riley, is an amazing dog. She's exactly. awesome. And she was the same way when she was a puppy. We were just talking about that yesterday. Like, after that year mark, it's it's a lot easier. Yeah. But you forget about all of that, you all think of she's that just, puppy energy. You think she's just laughing at them with their oh, cones yeah. on? She's yeah. like, these kids, oh, what so you get? Because they got home yesterday, and she, like, brought over a toy to them. And she was, oh. like, you know, trying to get them to play. And I was like, Riley, they're not, they're not ready for this right now. And I but think she, she was just them? she was just like taunting them like, oh, I can play. Oh, I'm spry. I'm 10. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready. I'm 10. Yeah. Go check out the video. I just posted it up on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. It's pretty funny. It'll get you to smile this morning. That's no. for sure. Remy and Casey. Gosh, this uh, whole city is haunted. Everything is haunted. Uh, when you look into it, uh, it's just—it's crazy how many old buildings we have in the city, mm-hmm. and then how much of that has been reported to be haunted. And we all know about like Lemp, and we know about like the Fox Theater and all of those places. But we've been finding some really, some really cool stories about architecture and lands and uh, real estate in the area that's super old. And today we're going to talk about the Bissell Mansion. This was one of the earliest houses built in the county that's still extant. Uh, it dates around 1812, 1819, depending upon when you view the tax records and such. Um, the family stayed here through the early 1960s. So you have a really rare opportunity of one family and one dwelling for almost a 200 year time span. Can you believe that? That's insane. So it's like one of the oldest known houses left in all of St. Louis and only one family lived in it for the entire time that it's been there. Yeah, for the most part. Now now we, we kind of looked it up here. In, I guess pre-COVID, they had like murder mystery theaters and 
dinners and yeah, things like that. Yeah, you go there and like try and solve a murder mystery and Bed stuff. Bed and breakfast. And it, yeah, it was yeah. like a, a really cute attraction. Yeah, so there has been reportings of some hauntings there. And so we did look into a couple like paranormal societies that have gone there. And this is just one of the accounts. The paranormal claims is that both women are said to haunt. Mary Jane is said to appear on the staircase leading upstairs. And if you catch her, she just might turn around and smile at you. Mary is said to also stand upstairs in one of the rooms and look out the window at you. So these were the two wives of the man who yeah. lived there. So one of them died from the plague and another one was murdered. Ugh. Yeah. And apparently their their apparitions, their ghosts, their whatever are still there in the mansion. And what she said, and one just might turn around and smile at you. Yeah, Creepy. Well, sounds like a nice ghost, which is good. And now that <laughs> house, since, okay, so it clo- the um, dinner and theater and show parts of it closed when COVID happened. Yeah. And now it's been abandoned ever since. So it's just this house sitting in North City, abandoned, with two women ghosts just hanging out. <laughs> They're playing poker. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Just hanging out, having girls' night every night. I think this would be fun. I, I, we haven't reached out to anybody, like any of the owners of the Bissell Mansion or any of the people that actually run the theater or run the bed and breakfast, but I think this would be a fun place to visit too. Just given that, that aside from the ghost stuff, just given that this home has been here since the early 1800s. Oh, I read in one of the articles that the man who owned it, his father welcomed Lewis and Clark into St. Louis. Yeah. That's how old this ish is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we lived in an old home near the hill, like one of our first homes, my wife and I, uh-huh. the turn of the century, like 1900s. And we thought that was old. Right. This is 200 years old. Yeah. It's just crazy to see. So uh, we're going to post up some information about the Bissell Mansion. If you have ever been to the Bissell Mansion, maybe you've been there for like dinner theater or whatever, give us a call. We want to hear more about it. It's our 31 mornings of Halloween. Thanks to Johnny Brock's. Get all your costumes and everything there. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Travis Tritt is pissed. Oh, wow. Okay. Um... I did read some of this, like, does this have to do with the COVID stuff? Yeah. Testing and all that? Yeah. Okay. So, I'll just start this off by saying it's a slow day in country music news because you know us here avoiding the controversial stuff because, look, we don't, we ain't got time to be all yelling at each other over things, right? True. We're here to have fun. Yep. But this is... Literally every headline today. So, well, and it, I think it's a. I think it affects more than you think. Go on with the story. It does. Out. It does affect more than probably what I'm seeing. So, Travis Tritt had tour dates for happening in Mississippi, Illinois, Kentucky, and I think somewhere else. He canceled all four of them because those are now venues that require either. Proof of COVID vaccination, um, proof of a negative test, or to wear a mask. You might be familiar if you went to the Jason Aldean show a couple Saturdays ago at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater because that was the first show that they really implemented that rule at. Yeah, and they were actually, they were doing tests there. They were doing tests there. You buy them. You were showing your vaccine or your negative um, test, whatever it is. And um, Travis Tritt says he will not perform at any of those venues, so he ended up canceling a bunch of tour dates. Yes. 
Did you say you saw something or you had a thought about it? Granger Smith just did that too. Granger Smith just did that too. With one of with, with just one of the, his tour stops. Now, okay. mind you, he's already been to St. Louis. Travis Tritt already been to St. Louis. So that's all good. Think- but like, the, I, I think, I don't know how many hoops it, it, I don't know if this is a moral thing. Like, I don't know if this is like a, I'm taking a stance thing, like Granger uh-huh. Smith and his people are taking a stance, or if this is really just a logistical nightmare. You know what I mean? Because like when you've got when you've got to hire people that are taking tests for people outside of the venue. Yeah, it is. You also have another hoop to jump through with proving that you've got a vaccination. Yeah. There's just a lot of extra infrastructure that that takes. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure. If he feels like it's worth it. Exactly. I'm not sure where this lies. You know what I mean? I think it is more. I'm going to take a stab and say I think it is more of like a taking a stance thing. I'm sure it's both reasons. Yeah. But just from what I heard him saying when he did perform in St. Louis, I think it might be like a taking a stance thing. In fact, I'm a little bit surprised Jason Aldean is still performing in these concert venues that are doing this just because of everything that's happening in his world right now. Yeah. Hopefully... Now, it's kind of nice now that concert season is coming to a close when it comes to amphitheaters. Finally, in October, like, we're finishing up. We have Dirk Smentley tonight, and then we're done here in St. Louis. I think a lot of other cities are the same way. Yeah. So, hopefully, now that concert season's slowing down, by the time the big shows come back around next year, this will be sealed up, or at least sealed up in a in a more... Way that works for everybody. Yeah, and you know, selfishly, aside from all of the COVID stuff, and yeah. aside from the vaccination cards and the testing and all, aside from that, I'm just glad we got to see some country music. We, get, we saw I'm a glad lot. We, this we saw so much, and and there's still a little bit more to come too. We've got Dirk Bentley tomorrow night. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I am just as as a country music fan, as a as a fan of going to concerts. I am happy that we got to see this year. You know what I mean? Because there was there's yeah. a lot of talk that this wasn't even going to happen. There was a lot of talk that even the second half when Garth Brooks canceled the rest of his tour, uh-huh. we we're like, "Oh, is this is this it?" When FGL canceled their tour, yeah, we this, thought, "Oh no, nobody's coming this year." Like, is this going to be a domino effect? Everybody, yeah. Uh, so we're super thankful for all the all of the artists that did come see us this year. Hopefully by the time next year comes around with big concert season, like I said, everything's squared away in a way that works for most people or everybody yeah. when, you know, the time comes. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. This might be the creepiest theme song ever. Yeah, I know. Like, this could beat Halloween, I feel like. Like, when you hear that, now you know Squid Game is a thing on Netflix, and... It has surpassed and will surpass $900 million in impact value for Netflix. How many people do you know, Casey, in your life that are watching or have watched Squid Game? All of them, minus me. Yeah. My wife finished it without me. Of course she did. (laughs) I'm on like episode four right now, and it's the weirdest thing because it's so dark. It's so like... Now, perfect timing with Halloween, by the way. Right. It has nothing to do with Halloween, but it's very like, it's almost very Saw-like in a way. Basically, it's a dystopian series that follows fictional contestants as they play a series of deadly children's games to win a large sum of money. So if you're playing Red Light, Green Light, that's the first episode. You play Red Light, Green Light in your backyard with your friends, you get eliminated, right? If you... Are moving whenever yeah. red light. Well, eliminated in this means that you die. 
So. But when you win, it means you win like a billion dollars. Yeah, right? they're all playing for like an ex- a stupid amount of money. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to translate how many won, which is the Korean currency that they refer to in Squid Game in TUS. Because <laughs> they're like 34 billion won. I'm like, how much is that? And it's like, you know, a couple million dollars US. Wow. So it's a crazy, crazy series. And and making a lot of money for Netflix. I don't know where this ranks. I, I was looking for like a ranker on like Tiger King. Where does that rank with Squid Game? Or are those even in the same category for them? Right. Because technically Tiger King was a series. So was this. And they're claiming that this is the most popular series that Netflix has ever put on. Crazy. So uh, if you haven't watched Squid Game, just prepare yourself. Strap in. It is a, uh, you will have nightmares. I'll say that. (laughs) Uh, Next story. There is a new world record for most money spent on a vintage rock shirt. I feel like if we just hopped over to U-Man's Closet. You could get some good some goodies. Like if we went down to Casey right now and like hit up Favaz and you, man, say, hey, can we look in your closet, see if you got any Grateful Dead t-shirts? Right. Is there that was, what this is? It's a Grateful Dead shirt? Yeah, there was one that just sh- sold for $17,640. $17,000. That's about what they cost when you buy them at the show, but not quite. The 1967 shirt was auctioned uh, at Sotheby's from the vault property from the Grateful Dead and Friends and actually belonged to the audio and one of the audio engineers for the band, Dan Healy. So I guess it had a little bit of like this guy wore the shirt. Yeah, a long time ago. part of the band, but part of the crew. But $17,000 for a t-shirt, that set a record. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Would you would you spend seventeen thousand? No, uh, would you no, spend? Uh, even if, if I was rich, no. What uh, if you man wore it? Dude, no. <laughs> I could go down the promo pit and find a shirt that he might have worn last week. He'd probably just give you one. Yeah, he probably, probably would. You just, want this? You oh, want this one that I'm on, wearing right me, now? Let me just take it off. Nicest guy in the world, by the way. Next story, according to a new survey, seventy-five percent of Americans say they'll spend money on Halloween this year. Mostly things like candy, pumpkins, carving supplies. Have you got your pumpkin yet, Casey? No, I tried to go to the patch yesterday, and all the pumpkin patches are closed until Thursday, apparently. So it sounds Rude. like t- so tomorrow you're going. It's either that or Schnucks, one of the two. Schnucks I'm, has plenty of pumpkins. I'm, I'm, my patience is is getting there, and I might head to Schnucks. 41% of parents with kids under 18 say they are splurging on Halloween this year, and 57% of Gen Zers say the main motivation for uh, parents is making their children happy, and the main motivation for Gen Z is FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah, I could totally see that. And a lot of people, I we went trick-or-treating last year with the kids, and it was fine. And felt safe and everything. Mm-hmm. But this year, I feel like there's going to be more now there's vaccinations out there and all that. So people are probably going to feel a little bit better about going out and hanging out with people and attending parties and things like that. So yeah. uh, this year is going to be a little bit different. I think people are splurging on Halloween. That's for sure. The Blues will take on the Golden Knights for a late one tonight. Puck drop at nine. And you can find more unprofessional news at 923WIL.com. Do your kids know what they're going to be for Halloween? I don't even know what they're going to be for Halloween. Oh, we got come like on. two weeks. We got to hurry up. Get it together, Dad. <laughs> 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. Time for Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants on the phone: Alyssa in Wentzville, Rebecca in Forestell. Alyssa was on the phone first. So, who do you think is going to win today? Is it going to be Remy or is it going to be Casey? Uh, I'm going to go with Casey. No way! No way! Get Are you really, it. really every single day? This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. 
Casey came back with a win yesterday. It is now 6-5. Remy just barely with that one-point lead this month. You nervous? No. <laughs> you look a little unsure. Yeah. No, because like like most like great Halloween movies, there's a trap door hidden somewhere, and I'm about ready to pull it. Mm. We'll what if see. the killer's there, though? No, because Casey's obviously the killer. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, she killed you last game, and uh, that means you're going to start out in the hallway today, Remy. It's a game of categories where you have 10 seconds to name as many things that you can uh, for the uh, for the specific category. So, Casey, 10 seconds on the clock. We've been having this kind of fall Halloween theme. Your first category is Halloween costumes. Go. Dorothy, the, the, the scarecrow, the lion, a witch, a warlock, ghost, vampire. Category number two. 10 seconds. Candy you get when you are trick-or-treating. Go. Reese's, Milky Way, Twix, Snickers, Kit Kat, Skittles, M&M's, Tootsie Rolls, Smarties, Sweet Tarts, Lollipops. Mm. Wow. If you can't tell, Somebody I have a couple candy. cavities. <laughs> Somebody knows their candy. Holy cow. All right. That was impressive. Uh, last category. This is things you would decorate your house with for Halloween. Go. Pumpkins, spider webs, candles. Mm, gourds, orange pillows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you just gotta give up. There. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what else you would really do. That, that was good though. That was actually that was a really good round. Remy, you should be nervous here. I should be. Good luck. But I'm not. Okay. Woo! <laughs> Talking that smack. Category number one, Remy. We've got this uh, fall Halloween theme going on. Your first category with ten seconds on the clock. Costumes. Go. Uh, vampire, witch, bat, ghost, skeleton. Uh, you could be Iron Man, uh, Captain America, uh, Black Widow. Ooh, the Black Widow does not count. Clock barely. Your mom doesn't you count. Out there. Whoa! <laughs> she is a nice lady. Don't you say that? <laughs> Gonna get yourself in trouble with the game master. Wow. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Remember who uh, controls your destiny over here? <laughs> Category number two. Candy that you get when trick or treating. Go. Snickers, Reese's. Uh, oh my gosh, Tootsie Rolls, uh, Skittles, Starburst, Twix. Ah, oh, that was that was poor. That was poor. You've done better. You've we done literally better. just talked about candy not too long ago. Okay, uh, Remy, I'm going to be honest with you. You need a you need a strong outcome here. Are you ready? No. Ten seconds. <laughs> This one is probably going to be right up your alley. Things you would decorate your house with for Halloween. Go. Uh, spider webs, uh, corn, hay bales, pumpkins, uh, spider webs. I already said that. Fog, smoke machine, uh, ghosts, ghouls, goblins. That was pretty good. Goblins uh, did not make the cut. Man. That was like a solid three rounds. You were all over that buzzer. You were, you were consistent throughout. Let's, uh, let's go back and recap this. Uh, category number one for costumes. Casey, you started out pretty strong. Seven total in round one. It's not bad. Remy, you got the same. Seven in the costume category. That's so knotted up through one round. Round number two, candy you get when trick-or-treating. Remy, you got six. Kind of hesitated there for a little bit. Casey, uh, we'll call her Cavity Casey, 11 total. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 11 total. Oh, nice. So right now it's 18, 13. 
Casey with a five-point lead. Category number three, Casey, you only had five there. Yeah. Only had five. Really? Gives you a total of 23 for things you should decorate your house with or things you would decorate your house with. So, Remy, you are, uh, you're needing a uh, at least 10 points here. Yeah, that didn't happen. You got seven. Ah. And that means Casey tied it up Woo! for the month. Six, six. A category's queen. Casey, the category queen. Okay, okay. Okay. Okay, I should have known. I mean, with the, with the candy thing. I mean, I'm supplying you your candies That's as well here. That's true. Casey. 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 Congratulations <laughs> to Cavity Casey and Alyssa in Wentzville for choosing correctly. Uh, you want to go to Jingle Fest or would you like those Magic House Passes? Um, I'll do Jingle Fest. Thank you. Right, going to Jingle Fest. So Rebecca, we got the Magic House Passes for you, and it is all tied up. We're all tied up in the month of October 6-6 right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we'll see who comes out on top tomorrow, but more prizes tomorrow with Remy versus Casey. Remy and Casey. So now that uh, a lot of people have kind of come back into going to work more times than not, you know, getting out and about, we're going to concerts again. All yeah, of much these, different than 2020. All of these things. A new survey asks people what everyday irritations they are not happy to have come back. And the most popular response from this survey was sitting in traffic. Ugh. Have you had to sit in traffic at all over the past six months, seven months? Oh, yeah. 270 is my arch nemesis. Yeah. There's always some crazy traffic happening between Tesson Ferry and the Ledoux exit, and it's my worst nightmare. Okay. So you're you're out here in Creevecore a lot, so you're probably traveling during, like, rush hour and everything. Usually, whenever I'm, whenever I'm leaving, you know, it's around lunchtime, it's so it's not that. bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh... And then once I'm in Columbia, I'm usually not going back out again. Mm-hmm. But if I do, yeah, there's definitely some traffic. There's accidents now that happen more often and traffic. But that's not the only thing that people are complaining about. Uh, for example, the second most popular answer is taking COVID-19 tests. Oh, I'm surprised that that's the second answer. Yeah. And maybe I've just taken too many and I'm like numb by it now. <laughs> <laughs> but I've taken a total of... Three. That's what surprises me about it. I I don't I don't I've taken a total of I think twelve, but most of that travel twelve travel related travel related three or twelve. Like in maybe if it was somebody whose job was to have one done every single day, but I don't know who's got that kind of job. Yeah, it was funny though, and it was Turks and Caicos. We had to get a COVID test to get back into the U.S., and so there's usually a line that kind of forms outside the nurses station at the hotel. And I went in there and I came out. I looked at Casey and she was like, was it bad? I was like, look at my face. He was crying. It always tears me up. Like it always just triggers my tears yeah. to go crazy. And she walked out and she was like, it was fine. <laughs> Once you have like over five, you, I think you, you just stop caring. Yeah. You are a large baby uh, and you should uh, grow up a little bit. I was going to say the lines and not necessarily lines, but like the waits at restaurants now. Like yes. now it's actually calling for reservations or calling for, okay, what are your hours? So I don't have to wait 45 minutes to get in. Yeah. A lot of people are short staffed. So that makes it more difficult. They're finding parking spaces is parking. another one. 
Parking downtown was the bomb during COVID, and now <laughs> yeah. it's the worst. Yeah, I, I remember, you know, when we would do the ballpark village stuff, and there would really be nobody in the parking lot at an early time. You could get anywhere you wanted, and now you're having to wait for parking spaces. Uh, there's another one, having to attend social events. So now you don't have an excuse not to attend a social event, right. like a birthday party you don't want to go to, an anniversary party you don't want to go to. Yeah, you I, have to go now. I feel like now the I'm not so comfortable being there, fa- the, that excuse has maybe fizzled out yeah. more than you'd think. Going to meetings in person, having to visit extended family members like in-laws, things like that. Yeah, they're all... They're all pretty much back at this point. Planes, man. I traveled twice during COVID and I had a row to myself every time. And this past, when you and I went to Turks and Caicos, almost every plane was full and you bet there were screaming kids. Except for that. Yeah, I was going to say you got a whole row to yourself on one of the flights, but you also had a child behind you the entire time. Oh, yeah. Just punching (laughs) and kicking my seat like he knew about my sins or something. I will say that that's something good about being a parent is that I am totally numb. Immune? Like I just like there could be a kid screaming at my face the entire plane ride and I would just be fine with it. Before I had kids, I hated it and I always attracted it. There would always be a kid next to me on the plane, but now it's like, whatever, just pop my headphones on. And if I faintly hear it in the background, it doesn't bother me at all. I was, I was not that calm. I was trying to be calm, but I was calm on the outside. I was lighting fires on the inside. (laughs) Sorry to all the parents who are annoyed with that. No, it's fine. You'll eventually get there. uh, If that's what you so desire. Everyday irritations that are uh, now back. What are they for you? 314-954-9230. You can also participate on the Facebook page. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Experts say costumes, candy, and decorations are loaded up at U.S. ports, and a shortage of truck drivers means they may not get to stores in time. This goes for Halloween. This also goes for Christmas. I've heard a bunch of, like, toys and gifts and things are just, like, at the American ports, but they just don't have enough people to sort truck drivers to drive, all of those things. Yeah, that's crazy. But we actually talked to, we sat down with Ed Brock, the owner of Johnny Brock's, what was that, a couple months ago? Mm -hmm. And he said that they had a lot of stuff that was just like hanging out on shipping containers in the middle of the ocean somewhere. Or it had arrived and it had not gotten to them yet, but they actually prepared in advance. They did this whole story on Johnny Brock's and said that they've been, like, they've been getting stuff since March. Where all they these, knew. all these like temporary stores that pop up every every which way and right, you know, which probably order stuff to rush in right before yeah, October are like super empty. Like those stores are super empty. So if you're looking to buy costumes and all that kind of stuff, obviously Johnny Brock's they've been Johnny Brock's Dungeons super local. They've been here for years, and I could get lost in there. And every time they show these, like they they've done this story a couple times on the news where they're like shortages and whatnot, and they show a. a video footage of Johnny Brock's and it, and it can, doesn't look like anything. Cannot tell. Yeah, like, it doesn't look like anything is not there. Yeah, so yeah, if you're looking for a costume, you should still go as soon as you possibly can if you're really looking for something specific. If you want to make sure that they've got that, I would go as soon as possible to Johnny Brock's and check that out. Also a sponsor of our 31 Mornings of Halloween, so we thank them for that. Next story, low levels on the Mississippi River have exposed the USS Inaugural near downtown St. Louis. It's a giant ship, and it was once once moored at the arch grounds, but it broke free during the flood of 93. 
The ship broke free on August 1st as the river reached its historic crest of 49.58 feet. The river was at 3.85 feet and falling when the ship was spotted on Tuesday. Wait, 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 wait. So, ship on the, like, basically within, right in front of the arch grounds. Yes. Flood of 93. Tragedy. Then the ship was where? Underwater? Yeah, it, 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 it actually drifted away from its, where it was from moored. From spot? Yeah, so... I think it's right around the poplar right now. I don't know if you can see it off the poplar street bridge. Whoa. I don't I don't take I don't take that bridge, so I don't know. Our own royal merchant <laughs> right below the bridge. Unfortunately, Get I think your the, scuba. I think the only reason that they had this is that they were looking to restore it. Uh pre-93, they wanted to restore this ship and make it something cool where you could walk through it. Yeah. But uh, now I think they've just scrapped it. It was a total loss and uh it's it's not really salvageable at this point. Mm-hmm. You can see pictures. I posted the story on the 923 WIL uh, website. You can check that out there. I do. do you, you don't think there's any hidden treasure there? That's your that's your jam. I, I, the, that's the first thing I thought of. I saw shipwreck Mississippi. I'm there. But I can't be. I, I, I don't know if they'd let me touch that thing. Maybe we can get you a fake little badge. Yeah. Treasure hunter. I'm guessing that if it's a military ship, there's probably no. Oh yeah, that's gold, a good point. You know, well, no I don't know. Jewels, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. We, we can go check it out if you want. Let me look at these pictures first and see if I'm into it. <laughs> next story, Casey. Have you ever had to go to a wedding alone? I'm about to next weekend. But you're dating someone, so it's different. Like, yeah, I'm if, not single. You're not gonna go look for someone to go with, right? And if you would, it'd be like your dad or like. A friend, another girlfriend or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Tinder is actually trying to make it easier for you to find a date for like a one-off event, like a wedding, an anniversary party or things like that. If you don't have a wedding to go to, you can sign up and put yourself out there as a potential wedding date. They say it's something people need right now because the upcoming wedding season is supposed to be the busiest in 35 years. Five weddings this year for me. Five. (laughs) That's crazy. But also... Um, six, I lied. But there, it's like that movie on Netflix, I forget. I think it's called like The Holiday Date. And it's all about this uh, guy and a girl who are like, okay, we're not dating, but we're going to be each other's like date for family Christmas so that you at least have somebody to bring to yeah. show your family or like the date to all the weddings, the date to Thanksgiving, the date to Easter, just so everyone will shut up and stop asking you who you're dating, even though you're not really with them. Uh-huh. But then it's still a good way to meet people. But then... Um, in a few months, your friends are going to be like, hey, what happened to uh, that loser you brought to my wedding? And you're like, I haven't seen him since that day. Yeah, right. So yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I, I think it's a good idea. Uh, you know, Tinder is, you know, the reputation that Tinder has. I don't know if that's. Right. I I, I've never been on the dating app, so I don't really know. But I think this is a good idea. You never know. I feel like a, uh, a wedding is a good, unique first date. Unique, that's for sure. <laughs> you really get to know somebody. Yep. Uh, the Blues will take on the Golden Knights for a late one tonight to the last one, and then they'll be home for the uh, home opener puck drop at nine tonight. Remy and Casey. All right, I think it's time to celebrate some of our famous friends here in the St. Louis area. What do you say? Let's do it. Okay, let's go. We've got some famous friends you probably highlight some of our famous friends in the St. Louis area. Today, we'd like to talk about the Maplewood Fire Department. 
We had a new fire uh, fireman that just uh, hopped on board with Maplewood. Like I think it was like a week ago we celebrated this. Yeah, we did. So I went back to their Facebook page, and they are actually uh, celebrating firefighter and medic Ben Halter's two-year anniversary. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's really cool that the Maplewood Fire Department puts this stuff up on their Facebook page for everybody to celebrate because then we can take it and we can put it on our Facebook page and then our community is like, hey, what's up, Ben? We thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you for putting out all the fires in the Maplewood area. And in St. Louis, so... And other things firefighters do. You know, they're like EMTs, too. Oh, like, yeah. they do a lot of saving lives in other ways than just fires. Saving lives, saving cats from trees, doing all the miscellaneous <laughs> things that fire, fire people do. Good on right? you. Yeah, Thanks, good ben. on you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for your service and dedication to the department and the Maplewood community. If you've got a famous friend you think we should know about, download the 92.3 WIL app. Send us some feedback, and maybe we'll talk about them on the air, because we like to celebrate those that are doing good things in the community. Doesn't have to be a firefighter. Can be anybody. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Imagine growing up with a parent that is a, you know, country superstar like Kane Brown. Kane Brown's got a daughter who's almost two years old. Her name's Kingsley. And so she's old enough. Like, she she goes out on tour with him and his wife and... Obviously goes to Soundcheck, and mm-hmm. he posted the cutest video of her dancing on stage at Soundcheck with like the big old headphones on, just bopping around, <laughs> having the time of her life on stage. And it really made me think about the child of those artists, yeah, and how like she's not old enough for school or even preschool yet. So her entire like early childhood years are going to be spent on tour buses and. Dad's in studios, and we're going to another concert this weekend, hanging out backstage like it's no big deal. Yeah, I think when you grow up around it, it's just like... It just is what it is. Yeah. So that video is on our Facebook page, also our Instagram story. Follow us if you don't already, 923WIL. Um... But yeah, I see, I, like we see Tim McGraw's daughters who are, I mean, all graduated from college almost now. And then you see like Kane Browns and Jimmy Allen's who are just now having their kids. Yeah. And their parents are straight up in the spotlight. I think most of them find their way, right? Tim McGraw's daughters seem to be normal. Yeah. They don't want like anything to do with the music. Yeah. And that's okay. But I feel like whatever your parents do, whatever the job is, maybe your dad's a police officer. You're just kind of around that lifestyle. And they see the pros and cons. Yeah. And then you kind of choose what you want to do after you're done with school, high school, college, whatever you decide. But exactly. uh, Yeah. It's got to be an interesting life for sure. Wearing the big, uh, the the earmuffs, you know, going around on stage, got to protect those little baby ears in that loud environment. So it's like when I'm showing off pictures of me as a two year old, it's in, you know, a field in Waterloo, but then she's going to be showing off pictures of, oh, this is the stage of the Enterprise Center in St. Louis when my (laughs) dad played there in, you know, 2021. Remy and Casey, hope your morning has been awesome. And I I guess we're still, you know, kind of in the morning, right? A lot of people just starting their days. But uh, we are finished with ours. If you missed anything from the show, uh, we talked about both of my little pups got spayed yesterday. They're so cute with their little cones. Oh, yeah. So sad. They hate them so much. It's so funny because I posted a video up on the 92.3 WIL Facebook and our TikTok, or I guess it was my TikTok, so Remy Radio on TikTok, but we shared it everywhere. (laughs) And it was so uncomfortable for Luna 
that instead of laying her head, they were so tired yesterday when they got back, just absolutely knocked out. She slept with her head up. Like normally she'd put it on the couch, but because she's wearing the cone and it was Aww. uncomfortable, she, she started sleeping with her head up. <laughs> Poor little guys. Are yeah. you going to take the cones off of them? I don't know. We'll today? see. We'll see. I think the biggest issue with them is them playing yeah. too rough around each other off the bat. So I think we'll probably keep them as separated as we possibly can. Like I know my wife is going to take one of them and the uh, grandparents are going to be watching the other one today. So oh, just well, keeping them separated. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Just for a couple days while those stitches uh, dissolve a little bit and uh, they heal up. But yeah, uh, going to go home and love on them a little bit today. Uh, we also chatted about the, uh, the Bissell Mansion, which is one of the oldest like real estate, like properties in. I think it's like the register registered as the oldest house still standing in St. Louis. It built before 1800, I think. It was like eight, 1812 or 1811. It was like the oh, okay, so rider, first. Yeah. Seriously, it was like like you said they they were like, hey, what's up, Lewis and Clark? Welcome to St. Louis. They we're liter- here. They literally <laughs> did. They welcomed Lewis and Clark into the city or what was going to be the city. But yeah, yeah so that used to be a like theater slash dining spot, and now it's not. Now it's empty and abandoned. And apparently, there are some ghosts hanging out there. Yeah, it's super ghosty. Lots of ghosts up in there. We love and that for Wicked Wednesday. Yeah, so we talked mornings of Halloween. We talked about that for yeah, thirty-one mornings of Halloween. So if you want to check that out, maybe uh, maybe they'll fire that thing back up here in a little bit. I don't know if that like if COVID like totally wiped it out, wiped it out as far as like the dinner theater goes. But maybe that'll come back here. I'd maybe like they're go, talking about it now. I'd like to go just have a nice little walk through. Yeah, but I don't know who even like. They, takes care of the ground now. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot, there are a lot of questions that we have about it, but uh, there's definitely a couple of ghost sightings in there from women who were, one was murdered, one was uh, taken by the plague at one point. So uh, definitely super wicked inside the Bissell Mansion. We've got all the info up on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. And if you missed anything from the show, you can always hit up our podcast, the Remy and Casey Show podcast. That is it for us today. We will see you tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out. You can catch the Remy and Casey show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 92.3 WIL on your radio. Or download the 92.3 WIL app. You can also enter to win concert tickets and use the feedback feature to participate in the show and join the conversation.